You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Chad, Garcia, Trey, Xavier, Daryl, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Cool Nerd Productions. Now let's start the show. I just got it sitting on this little pillow. It's fine. It's actually like right up by my face. Sometimes you gotta you gotta jerry rig your mics, man. My first microphone setup was two egg cartons duct taped together with a Dax Wave grease lid that I poked a hole in with a screwdriver oh, and a hammer, and I used to slide the mic into that hole that I made. That was my mic stand. That is very creative. That's some MacGyver <laughs> ass shit right there. Yep. Took a but turkey you know waster after, and a string. <laughs> after after I talked to Nick Podell about how ingenuity, like how much ingenuity Corey got when it comes to sound, I don't even nothing Corey could tell me no more would just surprise me. When this nigga said mm-hmm. the niggas made blanket forts as sound dampeners because he had two people recording at the same time. And Bloody. one was she was a woman and her voice was more quiet. Nick, he projects a lot more. So he had to put like a little little fucking he they, they, they was building a cover for it. And people can see into the studio mm. in the hallway. And he said Nick's walking by like, what are y'all doing in there? <laughs> Making a blanket fort, motherfucker. For real. <laughs> that that nigga Nick Podell seemed real cool for real, for real. I just talked to him this week. He was uh he was telling telling him to give me tips on uh D D shit, actually, which is crazy. That's dope, man. <laughs> like, get inspiration from like somebody uh, to actually be cool with like somebody that inspires you for sure. Yeah, I guess y'all inspired me too, but like you don't expect to fucking be hanging out like fucking with your hero, yeah, somebody, yeah. Somebody, somebody you really admire like that. That was that's cool, man. Nick is like, really good. Corey told me that Nick was just hang cool. out with Wiz or some shit like that, like nigga. <laughs> and right. he just be calling me on the rig, like, "Yo, what you up to?" Nick, I would be like, "Yo." Yeah, I had Nick up. Like, I think I think me and Nick talk like twice a month, like at least one, like once or twice a month, we exchange texts. Um, uh, I, I think. Uh, I think we could find a way to uh, just have him on the show, not like as an interview, just to talk to him. But I don't think he has a PlayStation, so. I'm currently working on that. Currently working on that. It's going to take a little bit. So my current thing that I'm I'm looking at doing is taking an an uh, a, a mixing board and basically putting mm-hmm. my microphone into the mixing board and then splitting it out using auxiliary sends. I would split my voice out to the PlayStation and then into my system. But then from there, I would also loop back my system back into the board on a separate track and also push that out to the PlayStation and then take your guys' signal and push that out to the computer. So what ends up happening is I'll be able to have Skype running on the computer and you guys can hear Nick. Nick can hear you. And the same goes both ways. But yeah, I just I don't have the yeah. gear to do it. I might have the ball. Like I don't know what the fuck you just That's said. It. Like yeah, five minutes neither. ago, it but that last part hell, I got. Yeah, I got that part. That shit sounded dope as hell. He was talking. I was like, mm-hmm. and I spliced the chords. And then at the end, together. he was like. I'm gonna mix it all up and y'all hear each other. I was like, boom, they get sound good. Wow. <laughs> I know, yeah. none of the other now shit. I hit you, my guy. I'm right there with you. 
<laughs> basically, basically, I'm let you put, get it all out though. It's like <laughs> mixing boards have multiple ways to input and output. Whereas, like you guys are probably used to like plug in here and then you get sound. Mixing boards allow you to do way mm. more stuff, so you can reroute, route it again, double it up, triple it up. So that's what basically what I'm doing. Um, okay, but I mean, y'all get what I'm saying. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta borrow some shit from work, and I think I'll be able to do it. He said, "Borrow some shit." <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think his work gonna get that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said, he said, "Borrow." Like, nah, nigga. I mean, shit. Y'all probably have them wires galore, though, or whatever else. Yeah. Galore. When Cody uh came up to record the album, man. Um, shout out to Cody Reason. When he came up and recorded the album, I borrowed some cables. I ain't had no cable runs that could get me from my bedroom to the living room. I was like, uh, I have a session. I need some cables. <laughs> I ain't gonna miss these. Uh, they was cool with it, yo. They was they was mad cool with it. What is it? What is it? Y'all know what it is. Episode 38, and we are alive. Yeah. What's oh, going yeah. on, y'all? Yo, 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 man, what's up? Chilling. Chilling, chilling. I'm hyped, man. We got a great episode. I actually had to go take notes. Because I was like, I had a lot of thoughts in my head about what was going on. So I definitely took some notes. Um, we've been we've been like backlogged like four or five episodes for the last couple weeks. Um, yeah. So what you guys have been hearing actually was pre-recorded. I hate to tell y'all that because it makes you feel like it was still made with love. Right. But it was still <laughs> no. made with love. We just recorded a bunch of different episodes uh, back to back to back. And um, it was because we all was about to have some stuff going on. So we did it. You it know, just means we getting up to the big leads because that's what they do. Yeah. I think Jesus and Mero, that shit ain't live, nigga. They, like, like, that's how they do it. That's how we really? do it. I don't know. They nah. be talking about current events, though. Like, huh. they do it a couple of days before, bro. Yeah. You got yep. to because they're on TV. They gotta make they gotta make clean versions and then all the uh, edits and then they make a late night edition, bro. They they be doing hella recording. Yeah, good man. Point, good point. Post production too. Post production is a motherfucker. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I know people be thinking that you can just make a show in two days, but unfortunately you can't. Um, or in a day you can't. Like you have to. There has to be kind of like a formula to to what you're doing. So. That's kind of where we're at right now. We got a nice little formula going, so we have some backlog episodes. But um, in case you missed it, we had some really dope stuff going on. We had an uh, interview with Curtis, and then we had two episodes where we was just straight wilding out, and we talked about a <laughs> lot of different things, and Daryl sounded like Hank Hill, and it was funny as hell. So <laughs> if you guys get a chance, make sure you check out uh, episodes. I think it's 35 through 37 really is what we pre-recorded. Um, and it was dope. It was dope. It was great. So check it out. Definitely the Curtis uh, interview too. Shout out to Curtis hearing about the the comedy industry from yeah the perspective of a of a young comedian up and coming. It was it was cool to hear that. So uh, definitely check that out. Be on very the inspiring. Very inspiring. He said like you know a lot of the times when he started out in the early it wasn't so easy man and. It is it's, it's great hearing a person come from racks to riches, especially when they can really like they they, they from your hometown, like you and seen them grow. Like mm -hmm. shout out to uh Big Curtis, man. That's what's up. For real. Magnificent story on Boondocks from Rags of Riches. 
I'm so oh, rags the TV. bitches. Oh yeah, rags the bitches. It's rags the bitches. That's <laughs> Yo, come on, magnificent y'all. shit. Y'all out here wilding. Let's get this started before we get too ridiculous out here, man. Currently, as as per usual, playing Killing Floor. Um, this is a dope game. We 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 are definitely going to be looking at trying to play maybe like Fortnite and some of the other cooler games, but a lot of that takes strategy. So uh, we can't really do an episode right. and strategy. Uh, what is what strat- strategize? What is that's the word? Strategize is the word. Strategize. Yeah. Strategize. I was about to say strategize, but that ain't the word that I'm looking for. We can't get our stratagem together. <laughs> stratagem. Yeah, man. So that's, that's that Sun Sun Tzu. Yeah, man. We um we 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 doing all right right now, man. With with the killing floor, so we can kind of not focus on. The game as much as we talk, um, but we still be killing it. All just instincts. Yeah, shoot, shoot these motherfuckers. <laughs> that being said, Xavier, man, what we got on the uh, what we got on that list of topics for today? Um, this is your topic, actually. It's kind of been in the chambers for a while, so I was like, man, let's go ahead and get this off of here, just because I felt like in hip hop right now, probably in the last month, like we've been getting fed some really great food. Like, it's been some great-ass projects dropping, so I was just hella true, motivated true. to talk about this shit. Um, but the first one is just, um, we was just going to talk about Def Jam Vendetta, you know? It was a definitely a, I would say... Loved that one. It was, it was loved, but it actually didn't have commercial success, and it surprised me when I was doing the research. Like, I really thought what? that game had a lot of commercial success, and it really didn't. The first one actually bombed commercially. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, mm. And I think AKI corporation made good, the game though. um and they were the people that were like responsible for some of the earlier like wrestling games so i think once that company went under ea bought the rights and that's how we got def jam vendetta Pfeiffer and why which i think York. is hella underrated like the game was great the storyline was great um they had to license out um the rights to get all the rappers but it was a good game but you know i know Corey was saying you know due to the current state of hip-hop he was saying do we think we could actually see this game being made, especially with, you know, labels searching for so many different ways to make money in different, you know, venues. So, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, I would love to see. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead, Carson. You, you sound excited. You, you go ahead, take real it. quick. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I freaking love the first and the second game. And I think it'll be great for this current climate because rappers already beefing. Like, yeah, six nine on there. We got had Trippy Red. You know, has all this shit out. Lil Yachty, all these, and then bring back a lot of old school ones. You don't think Method Man and Red Man would want to do another game? I, I bet Friday would. Like, I. The only problem with it is all that licensing, man, and music right now. It's hard as fuck to just uh, figure out what artist is on what platform and stuff. Like, oh, could you imagine though? It's like Jay Z, like just made like <laughs> on title or something. If you go on the title, you get to be on the next game or some shit. Like, I mean, Word. I don't know. I don't know how exactly they could do it nowadays. It's it's, it's a lot of personality, so I kind of agree with you. Even though exactly. some of these guys, we may not like their music per se, like the Six Nine and you know the trippy reds like i know some people like them but i know some of the more older you know hip-hop heads may not like these folks but it's just like for video games like you need a lot of character you need a lot of personality you need a lot of excitement and a lot of these dudes 
like little Yachi and stuff, like they're marketable as hell. Like their personalities uh -huh. fit for video games when you think about it. So I, I think the actual climate for games, like you said, it's perfect actually for yeah, something like perfect. that old versus new. And then that way, if you don't like the new rappers, you can still like change the soundtrack and just listen to all the old niggas. And you know, just have them had that plan. Soundtrack, bro. The soundtrack of that game would have to be live as shit. So you remember yeah, Def Jam and no the soundtracks was pretty solid. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. They were pretty solid. I thought solid, about man. some old school shit I had never heard of before just from that soundtrack. I remember uh, when the game oh, yeah. first dropped. Me and Garcia came to school because we went to school together. Me and Garcia come to school. Pistol grip, pop up all like that. All time. We would do the voice and everything. That before, we uh, had no bass in our voice back in the day. We would still be pistol grip, pop. <laughs> hold up, what? Oh, wasn't that on Saturday? Hold up. Uh, no, Pistol Grip Pump. It might have actually no. It's Pistol Grip Pump was on. It was on both games, and both games dropped the same year. We was like, man, that yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that song must Swear. have been fire in the nineties, <laughs> and we just didn't know about it. All right, <laughs> yeah. it was before they had, but, but they had Onyx on that bitch. They had Onyx yep. on there. Yeah. Back yeah. to fuck and up part two. Yeah, and then they had my nigga X. Like they had DMX. <laughs> remember, he was a focal point in the mm -hmm. first game. Like his yes, music was. was all over it. Right, like, yeah. and he was hard. They had like legend beat. characters, like they had young DMX. Don't have a new DMX, like they had old school DMX, and yeah, like yeah, yeah. somehow put them back in the game, like youthful. Like I would play with old DMX and the fucking uh, <laughs> like camo I mean, pants fight, and shit. Fight, you know, Pfeiffer and Y did the same thing because they had the old school and Y. They had sick, they had slick brick and some of them old True. school cats in there too. Rocksteady, so, I mean, I mean, rock but yeah. um, uh, Crazy Legs was in it. They had Eric B uh, and um, and Eric Sherman was in there. Yeah, no, Rakim Rakim was Flavor Flav on the second one. Yeah, yeah Flavor Flav was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Flav was on though. <laughs> what? I feel like yeah. DMX could be like you know how they put Bruce Lee in all the fighting games. He just like that. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that would be what DMX would be. He'd be the new Bruce Lee, like the unlockable. With all the high yeah. stats, you know what I mean? All the vets in the game <laughs> and stuff. I think that'd be dope, man. I'm Would just, I'm curious because Def Jam Vendetta, of course, is of the Def Jam brand. And Def Jam is a record label. And in the in the era in which that came out, record deals were very trendy. Um, they weren't just, just popular, they were trendy. Like, it was cool to rock with a label, certain labels. Yeah. And nowadays that's changed so record Ooh, labels aren't as trendy as just having publishing deals so like you look at um a lot of different artists and they don't have record deals with the big names but they have publishing deals it's almost cooler not to have one now right mm -hmm. so i was curious i was curious how that would affect the game like looking mm -hmm. at um for example and i'll add this one too looking at people like nipsey hustle um, MGK, these cats have their own label on labels. So the, the thing now is to own your own label. So how can you have a quote-unquote Def Jam vendetta when Def Jam's really not popping? So right. what would it be? It would have to be Rap Niggas Vendetta? I don't I don't know. Either <laughs> it would be like a small-ass group. Like I think I, I was reading up on it, bro. It was kind of confusing a little bit. So people don't take what I'm saying literal, but far as the streaming shit goes it's a lot of it's based off of um artist contracts with the labels like the labels have done so much like fuck shit to really like get more money like they actually have actually invested in like spotify and some of this some of these other companies like apple music to even get more money on the backside. so it's like i guess the way the game works is 
a Spotify, for an example, they take like 30% of the revenue off the top. And then off and then from there you have laws put in place where like publishers will get like another twenty one percent. So you know the labels can own publishing. So you can already count that twenty one percent in there. And then it kind of goes based off of like uh, you know, producers get their percentage and then artists get their percentage, but like artists' percentages are also based off of the contract that they have with their current label. So it's like a label technically could be getting like sixty to seventy percent, you know what I mean, of that what's uh-huh. left over. And the artist could be left with maybe like maybe two percent, three percent earnings. So it's just like like you said, Corey, it's it's kinda like I don't know how they would do it. I really don't yeah. I don't, I don't it would know have to be a, a collaboration it. effort, essentially. It'd have to be a bunch of different uh def jams per se, you know, a bunch of labels coming together like, okay, we're gonna all do this. Um, which is damn near impossible because it's like right. it's the three money. biggest ones it's is Universal, it. Sony, and um who else? Maybe Warner? Uh, there's the big four. So there's there's only four record labels. And it used to be five. Or no, it used to be four. Now it's three. I think EMI, they got EMI the fuck out of here, I think it was. But um, so what it is is um, Def Jam is actually under under Sony, something right? else. Um, I'd have to look it up um, to look up the, the family trees. But Def Jam was just their, pretty much their hip-hop division of the label. Yeah. If you did hip-hop... You went to Def Jam. That's kind of how it worked. Um, so now you get under Def Jam, you have like cash money. And then under cash money, you have young money. So it's just like it's just like a trickle down effect. So you could have it. My issue is that a, a lot of these up and comers that we, we like to see don't necessarily even have a record label with anybody. Some of them are just out here working on their own with pub deals see that would actually work out though if somebody could just round up all them people get like uh yeah. snoop dogg yeah. or something like all right man who's trying to get in on this game and everybody everybody fuck with snoop so like they're like okay i'm like you know fuck with it okay why not right but, yeah i think i think it could work bro because i mean i know they said with um def jam pfeiffer and why due to the fact that ea was the person making it ea had the resources to actually do specific licensing with the rappers because i know some of the rappers you know like you said they might have worked with dev jam but they may have not technically been signed to them so like, i know they said ea that was the reason i guess they didn't make another ones because i guess i guess they said the licensing was kind of costly because you know some of these rappers have big names some of these rappers were super super famous at the time you know they were big so it costs uh-huh. mm-hmm. how would you feel like they like decided to start throwing like pop stars in there too like a fucking mm, too expensive <laughs> it'll never come out it's, too uh, expensive. Yeah. it's really expensive i mean technically and you could do it because that's what wwe the game is anyway i mean that's what we would throw def jam in it would it would go into the wrestling type of game so i mean you get you, those type of games they don't really have they don't really have a need of a set story you know it's just no. you get a whole bunch of personalities and you can really just do whatever because the universe is you know it's a it's it's a it's a fiction. The, the personalities kind of carry carry the story. You know, you kind of want to see yeah, how these characters would interact for real. Like, what would DMX say to Method Man if Method Man said, "I slapped the shit out of you"? Like, you know, like how would that play out? Now you can finally find out. <laughs> right. You know, like I don't think people still want that though. I think people still got their dream matches in their head that they want to see. So I definitely I want it, man. But I don't I like I don't see it happening just because of money. Like people yeah. would have to just be like, all right, I don't I don't care about the money. I just want to be on this game. 
<laughs> and then it like somehow makes money and they I don't know. But it, it would have to be pro bono, I feel like. That's the only way. Yeah. I mean Atlantic could do it. If you we're gonna if we're gonna be honest, I, I think Atlantic could do it. You gotta take something else into consideration, the fact that they're not willing to take that risk anymore because we're talking about Def Jam Vendetta and Five for New York. We guys do remember there was a third game made called Icon, Ooh, and it was both trash. horrible. Let's no, not talk about that. Yeah. No, but it's <laughs> a part. It's a part of. It's a part. It's a part of the argument because that's why they true, won't make another true. one. Yeah, yeah that, that was fucked EA it up for too, everybody, though. man. EA, EA destroyed that. EA fucked it up. Who, that I don't know who they destroying games no, now. You know they, they just, had really good ideas for the mechanics though, about how you could change the background yeah. song and it would give you a certain boost. That was dope. But why was the fighting so shitty? Like, they didn't come out with two good games before. It made no sense. Like they, but they, but they didn't, they didn't actually develop and produce it in the beginning. They just, they just fronted the money. You know what Mm. I mean? AKI Corporation actually made the game. It's just, you know, they were having financial problems. So the big dog came in to save you. You know what I mean? Like you said, they changed the mechanics. The, The mechanics of the third one weren't bad, but like you said, the game was ass. The game like, was fighting ass. was very oh. like just restricted. <laughs> I feel like fight for NY, like the fighting was free. Like you basically could do yes. anything. Mm-hmm. It was so expansive. By the end of it, man, you was like a little martial arts master, dude. You had the fucking yeah. Muay Thai knees. You could knock out punch people, but it was a progression to it too. Like it, it just sped up everything that you liked about the first one and made it just better. But even the first one was really dope on this wrestling aesthetic. Like they could. It's it's a game there, man, because the the mechanics are sound. Like you could go back and play these games now, and they're still fire. Like they should at least do something with that, man. Even if it's like yeah, on a yeah, smaller y'all can give scale. Us a remastered uh, Def Jam Y, please. I, I don't see I'll that happening that. though, because niggas don't want their royalties, man. Same thing with Onimusha. Well, we can't get through, man. It's, it's sad because I want them so bad. <laughs> but on the flip side, you can't blame the artist though. No, you know they want to get paid, like, man. Like, especially do that labels now, like, they've been kind of losing their edge with artists. So it's like now they're trying to recuperate bread in yeah, a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like now everybody's like, nobody's really willing to compromise because artists are like, y'all been fucking us for all these years. So, like, nah, we use the technology we our to our advantage. That we can make. Yeah, we're using technology to our advantage. So it's, it's, it's the only person I think that could do it is Atlantic because literally, all the kind of like popular hit makers are signed to Atlantic for the most part. Uh, they got all the trendy people. I don't know if they got. I don't know. It's 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 debatable, but I see what you're saying. They are up yeah, and up yeah, on the yeah. trendy. Yeah, yeah, I mean trendy. Acts. Yeah, they they have all the personalities is what I'm kind of saying. Like all the okay. all the personalities and dudes that they're just kind of marketing themselves, and it's not just the music. A lot of them signed to Atlantic. Why is they giving these these whack ass prizes? Yeah. I just. Opened up two crates and got fucking the color purple and the color pink. Like, what the, what the fuck? Like, thank <laughs> I don't know you. What I do with this right now? <laughs> I, I, unless I'm about to be like Cameron all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> come Killer. on. Killer. <laughs> hey, y'all see oh, that one meme though where the dude that. he uh oh ooh ooh two things actually yeah it's a meme out there dude find like he be about to go out with his There's girl no and she got like this pink ass mink coat. And he like, oh no, you're gonna have to find another coat. You already know his dips all day. <laughs> this nigga have on his tiny ass pink coat. 
and they be playing camera on in the background. It's hilarious. But besides that, did y'all hear what about this nigga Jewels, man? Oh my god. What's going on with Jewels? Yo, he went to the airport recently with a fucking gun in his in like his luggage. Jewels, all right. And tried yeah. to dip set up out the airport. That's not the He first might be time catching like 10 that. years for this shit. Like Dumb no joke. Nigga, come on. Ooh, man. You remember in the early 2000s when he got pulled over and he had hollow points and he was in court for a bit. He'll probably beat it cuz he got bread, but he, he was I remember he was in court. He got bailed out for half a million. He got dumb. He got money somewhere. <laughs> Holy shit. He got paid off the Def Jam deal. He never when well, he never put the album out, but they gave him a he got paid up front, like damn near 15, 20 mil. Damn. Yo. Paid. Yo. That's sad Not though. Back in that them man, days. he had he got skills for like Joel's got skills, man. I don't know why he ever stopped, man. Lazy. Sad. That's what it was. Nigga was lazy. I was a fan of Joel's for real, especially when he was doing all that work with Wayne. Hell yeah. Absolutely. That being said, uh, I wish that man the best, but we got a podcast to do, son. Yeah, okay, yeah, my yes, bad. Sir, my yes, bad. sir. <laughs> Let's get to it. Is well, there anybody a bad thing. Like, in particular you would love to get on there, man? Like Anybody just like, he would have to be on there. <laughs> J. Cole. J. Cole would be dope. J. Cole would have to be yeah, on yeah. there. Kendrick, just like a lot of the... Unpopular, unpopular opinion, the game. No, nah, that game would have to be on there. YG, all the West Coast cats. Kendrick, yeah, like, like, oh, you gotta, gotta throw the Migos on there. All three of them niggas. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> they come out with no reason at all. You, you, you know, gotta they, put YG, mm-hmm. all them. And you you know, like if you play with one of the Migos, like they open, you know, in the game, everybody talk they shit when they first start. Who left off bamboozy? Yeah, the DLC content could be so dope because they could release different game modes where you do rap groups, uh, you could do coast verse coast, mumble verse, lyrical. Yeah. They could have these really cool modes and they can Couple update fights, them. Like, yeah, they can update it based <laughs> on Cardi B. Exactly, based on current events. I think it could be really yes. cool. <gasps> They can make like certain seasonal events like, yo, they actually beefed in real life. Now you can actually fight the fucking fight on this game. <laughs> like, nigga, like, they right. can, yo, it's something there, man. That's that's a good idea. We got to stop doing this shit. <laughs> Somebody writing this down like, yo, <laughs> make it go with live TV. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, man. I think that um, we were mentioning before not to get right back into the technical side of things, but, you know, that's my expertise. We were mentioning mm-hmm. the fact that labels have been screwing people over. There might be issues with money. Um, you guys were mentioning synchronization rights, which uh, you guys probably didn't word it that way. But, uh, you know, putting music to the video game, is, you need synchronization rights. In the event that <laughs> labels or artists agree to do this for free, and then in the event that all of them agreed to make exclusive songs for the game, and then you could download the game or the the music through the game. Wow. Shit would be fire because then that no one puts any money idea. up, right? No one puts any money up. You get no one gets paid up front because it's for the label, right? But then all of that back end stuff can go to everybody. You know what I mean? Like the label's not gonna pay you to make the game. I think that's the but issue. But you're essentially selling your song instead of on iTunes. You're selling it through the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Corey, and then wow, it, but then it also too, Corey. I, 
But yeah, but doesn't it still go back to the convo of it depends on the person's particular uh, contract they have with a label? Because that's kind of the same mm-hmm. shit with Spotify and Apple Music in a way. Because like you said, some people getting paid off their streams and then some, they're not getting shit. Like they're naming some people, bro. Like I forgot their name. Like they had over like like 10, 10 million views on YouTube and they got paid like $4,000. The label <laughs> took all of that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on the contract for sure. But I think all in all, if the group of people came together and if even if you took the label out of it, like I, I think they should take the label completely out of the equation. If you take the label out of it, yeah. a bunch of artists get together and make a video game and they do it for the love. They have the money to do it. Yep. Yeah. Then all sure. on the back end, they get that money, of course, and the whatever publisher they decide to go with, hopefully not EA. I would get with the guys who made Fortnite, and I would go with that same animation, and I'll make another game think- because that's similar to what they've already done yeah. in the past. That's what I would do. And, and I think, Garcia, your point of uh, getting with a guy like Snoop, who already is marketable to, like, white America, you know, somebody like that to kind of be the face, or somebody or like or a Shaquille O'Neal, who's already invested in e-games, you know what I mean? You get some of those personalities, oh, yeah. you have something. I mean, shit, he put in, like, I forgot how much to say he invested in his e-league team, but he put up some bread, like, some real bread. So, like, you you, you do have... always trying to invest in some shit. I bet he already trying yeah. to work on this shit right now. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> how to get this game going. <laughs> but I think you would have to have the right developer, though, like you said, Corey. It would have to be the right developer so the game isn't you know broken mechanically Uh and etc etc you know i like it man no loot boxes follow current events very closely and i mean we gotta okay so we said migos we would go with some legendary rappers are there any lils that we would put in there yeah, you gotta put, little 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 Uzi, little little put the little like, Uzi and little You gotta make it marketable. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah their personalities are just too big. Yeah, even though we, like, it, it's to. questionable no, as to whether they can fight, we still put them in there. <laughs> you have yeah, to. Little, little pump you gotta capture all there. markets with a, with a rap game. You have mm-hmm. to capture all markets within the hip hop. Rather, you gotta get your trap guys. You gotta get your conscious guys. You gotta get your emotional drug guys. You gotta capture everybody. Do. My bad, I just died. <laughs> it said you was grabbed inappropriately. That's hilarious. In the arms of the angel, fly away from here, from this um, do you think... <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. <laughs> do you think we would include... Okay, if we gonna go... Rap, right? Rap is tight, but now R&B is so closely tied to rap that how yep, can we talk about rap too. and not put Ty Dolla Sign or yeah, Bryson yeah, yeah, Tiller? Yeah. All like the, all those going Chris there. Brown, Black, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, I would put I would put anything that we consider in the hip hop blanket because hip hop has evolved so much into in today's you know current hip hop environment. You got to put everybody from the P. <laughs> you gonna throw Bruno Lanes. Mars on there? to the yeah you gotta you have to because hip-hop is so blended now you got dudes who sing and rap you got the janae monet's who she sings really well but she also can rap like you know, look like remember, he be like, fighting niggas yeah. <laughs> that's funny though you're right though yeah. some of these niggas don't look like they be fighting at all <laughs> like, people are more artists now i, I feel like we had this yeah. combo a little bit with nick Corey. like you can't really just bucket individuals now even in society in general you can't really just coin one particular term to label somebody like people wear different hats now 
Like, you got a lot of niggas who can rap and sing. Like, for, I mean, when we were coming up, we only had, like, Pharrell. Pharrell was probably the best one. That <laughs> was kind of, and you know what I mean? That was he doing everything, both. yeah. And now it's like, some niggas for real sing great, and they also rap great. Right. I think that would be cool, man. I just, I, I just feel like we gotta, we gotta show love to the, the, the rap singers. You know what I mean? The, um, August uh, Alcinas and... I didn't want to do anything like that, Daryl. Why you got to try to mash the words up? <laughs> Leave that to the white people, man. Don't, don't. Come on, man. Don't, don't come at me with that. Um, <laughs> the spingers, bro. Oh my god, this dude. August, August. He said we Tina though. Mm -hmm. We can't have no, no cheese on out. <laughs> Telling you, bro, it would be so oh tight, god, bro. It would be so tight to see. Nah, it would be. All of that shit happening. I'm telling you, it'd be cool, man. Um, that's why I put it kind of on the topic list, just because, like, somebody posted all the Def Jam games that they had, and I was like, man, that'll never happen. I was like, eh, maybe it could. I just, from what it, what it sounds like, we we agreed that it could happen, just not in the same way, I guess, that I it did in the past. I don't think it can a happen. A lot of technicalities, man. Yeah, it's a, a lot, lot of technicalities. technicalities. Yeah, that's really what it is. Niggas would be, it would have to be some sort of group of party that's willing to take a hit. And I don't see nobody doing that because <laughs> although like some of the methods that we talking about, I'm telling you, it's, it's some gold in there. Somebody it it would have to start on a smaller scale with like one, like like you said, one group like Atlantic or something. And then it's just them niggas on there. And then other people get introduced like over time or something. But right. it's more of the business technicalities, too. Yeah. You know what I mean, it, that dynamically is hard. Mm hmm. Okay. Hey man, I ain't got nothing left on it. I think I think we uh Yeah, no. I think we covered it. We gotta maybe delete no. some parts just so we can get our money when we when we pitch it to the right people, you know what Ooh. I mean? Um, <laughs> who developed Fortnite again? Who was that? That nigga Bruno Mars gonna catch me like, oh, you said I couldn't fight, nigga? <laughs> Yo, chill, Bruno. Chill. Y'all the same height. That might be a good fight, nigga. X gonna give it to you. Hey. <laughs> Yo, uh, come on, X. That nigga Bruno. <laughs> Fuck around, beat my ass, take my chick, nigga. Like, I'm gonna chill. That's <laughs> what I like. <laughs> <laughs> you clap him one good time, he look at you scratch it's like, oh, that's what I like. Like, yo, <laughs> I don't know. Fuck I'm sorry, I ain't mean to come up. I ain't mean to do that. <laughs> Better be careful, man. I wonder what you would have to call that game, though. You couldn't call that hip hop nothing now. Now if you bring an R and B um, singers into it, it would just have to be Black Culture Industry. United Games or something. I don't. I don't know. Something. <laughs> Call something. Black that. United you Games. Heard me? What'd you say? The industry. The uh, industry. industry. Call dope. it just the industry. That's perfect. That does sound good. Actually, that that sounds really good. <laughs> it's somehow blanket, but at the same time sinister. Like you just know there's more to it. <laughs> it's never. Yeah, it's like kind of like it never. It's never what it seems. You know what I mean? Yeah, the syndicate like that. Not the industry though. Like, Would y'all yeah. get mad like if that. if white people came out with their own version? They had no, like. No, I, I kind of wanted to ask that. What if the you know they, fucking country that, music stars all got together? That, got that's gonna tie in to our uh, next next combo, which is uh, hip hop's effect on society. I was gonna okay. say they wouldn't. Hmm. Uh. This is great. 
Are we, yeah, we hopping in right now? Yeah, uh, boss I mean, fight. Because, um, yeah, we got the boss fight. Let's do the boss okay. fight. Unless y'all want to jump into it, we can. I can I can try multitasking, man. Ain't no rush on it. Ain't no rush. I'm cool. All right. We probably have to have to fight that one nigga that me and Corey had to team up and take down by ourselves. Uh, why you even have to say okay. that? Man, look, I'm being real. Can y'all sound good? Do I sound good still, y'all? I kind of changed up my setup yep. a little bit. It sound good? Yeah. You good. good. All right, I put it. I put it up on a box, my 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 cooler box. Oh, thank God, we can handle this nigga, Doctor Hans. Good deal. Like, do I still sound good, man? I, I lean to my left butt cheek instead of my right. I, I, how did you know that? That's fucking creepy, nigga. Get up out my house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want no a doctor named Doctor Hans, nigga. Doctor Hans. Yeah. Hans? Nigga, nah, I'm cool. Nah. Hans Ripper. Like, yeah, no, you clearly no, no, a Nazi, no. though. You're right. <laughs> mm, clearly. That Ooh, he came through with I the shit. I see the niggas with the fucking uh, Confederate uh, oh. shit all in front of their house, and they had the little black baby dolls and shit. No, I didn't see all of that. No, it was some shit. weird shit. But did y'all niggas was talking about video of that white man calling that black woman on a train like a monkey and like a black bitch. I was like, bro, you telling me there was no black men on that train? Like, nigga, no. we all got niggas. I oh, my God. Oh, my God. We would have got arrested that day, bro, bro. Bro, like, when you see the video, Corey, I know you probably the most calm nigga. You would have been like, bro, you would have been like, hold on, oh, I got to handle this nigga. Like, bro, you would have been, you would have literally caught him from behind, like, just straight. Bro, like, I was watching the video, like, bro, you telling me nobody slid this nigga? Like, I was angry for her. Like, I was over here. I was really angry. Like, I was yeah, like, this is crazy. No, like, we call her a black monkey bitch. I was like, really? What? Yes, dog. I was like, nah, bro. I would have walked from the back of the train and cleaned him. Y'all see that one where they snuffed that old dude in that, uh, I want to say it was a bar in or something. Yeah, yeah, the Friday. It was all good till we dropped the N word. You're fucking idiots. Everybody laughing like, uh, <laughs> this nigga mad. Niggas. Oh, oh wow. Oh, yeah, I saw that out. shit. Everybody was like, slow. everybody's. It was over. Get wait, wait. He's going to say some weight. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. ain't no way, nigga. You knew what that you did as soon as you said it. Bro, he started getting teed off on. Wait, wait. Anyway, this punk motherfucker right here is a punk. You heard me? Y'all better do something about it. I'm calling the police on him right now. I just walked across the street to get something to eat. The motherfucker about run me over. Stupid motherfucker. Monkey ass motherfucking nigga ass. Hold up a second. Hold up. It wasn't even like, but even even the worker. Remember the worker was hitting him. Like, everybody named Baba fucked him up, man. Like the worker was stomping him. I was like, yo, Maddie ain't gonna do that shit again. I bet the cops didn't get called. Don't break some shit, bitch. Come on, come on. I bet he called the cops. The cops were like, wait, the workers, the restaurant beat you up, sir. Please, please, sir, sir, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Clocked up so bad, I doubt he remember who the fuck hit him. It was probably just fists, nigga. <laughs> He's like, yes, I'm trying to tell you, I was oh, jumping like blacks in the restaurant. 
<laughs> yeah, man. Did you see the one where the, the fucking the white family was like giving these two uh, black female soldiers some trouble? It was at a restaurant too. No, they ended up they, they ended up getting arrested for that shit because they they was because they was being they was being racist as fuck. Oh shit, uh, medicine master. That's because oh, I hit that nigga X with that heels that one time. <laughs> but, like he was running past, and I was just like, eh. <laughs> "There you go, got you, bitch." Boop, <laughs> boop, right? Boop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Do we need to take a break? Yeah, hold up before we start. Yeah, let me go ahead and run to the restroom real quick. All right, I'm gonna go grab some more water, and then we can discuss the next topic. Xavier, what's the next topics, man? We got to hit these uh these hip hop topics up this week. Get it. The next topic is just hip hop's effect on society, basically saying, aka Bruh. black people's effect on society, because this is our it's culture. You. First well, off, hip hop is number one in the whole country right now. I mean, well, not the whole, the whole country, yes, but I want to say the world. Like hip hop is everywhere, man. I'm people not gonna say it. it's just our culture, though. I am kind of, I am kind of bragging a little bit. I mean, it predominantly. Nah. Is our culture? I've, I feel like as it has evolved, I've seen other Chinese rappers, Russian rappers. Yeah, 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 all about yeah. it. Like, I, I was gonna see say that other people from different communities have started to be able to contribute to our culture. But at the end of the day, though, I still feel like the black community drives hip hop. Like I was reading an article Definitely. about it, and someone was saying that they feel like hip hop is the overall universal um median for like black people to just communicate with their culture worldwide especially when you thinking like before technology became what it is you know like what um you know flavor flav and you know run dmc and just like all these other groups were doing in the 80s during times of just like social injustice for us like it was just create movements in different you know areas like that movement helped create the movement in la then la movement helped create what was going on in the south so it's just hip-hop has had such a cool effect on society so for sure let's it's just go to the the producer Corey. like yeah what is your thoughts because i know you've been worried i know you've been wanting to talk about hip-hop for a minute so your floor is yours my nigga yeah y'all gonna have to bear with me i got a couple points here first and foremost uh hip-hop is pop culture um i will say that um when you talk about pop culture you mm. talk about hip-hop essentially and the reason i say that is because you see remnants of hip-hop everywhere you might ask yourself why hip hop is pop culture. Hip hop is pop, uh, pop culture because of how how fast paced it is, right? We don't keep things around for too long. Like we don't keep the same slang for too long. We don't keep the same beat production styles for too long. We don't keep okay. the same rap cadence for too long. Everything about our culture, clothes wise, we went from baggy jeans to skinny That's jeans, very true. and now skinny jeans ain't even really popping no more. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's. It's forever moving and forever changing. And I think that is why it is so easily made into pop culture because of how quickly it is advancing. Um, and, and again, that's across the board. We even see um, hip hop starting now to become a part of soundtracks for movies that have nothing to do with hip hop, black people or rap um, because hip hop is where it's at, man. Um, you look at the um, sex in the city. For example, I was watching it earlier. There's hip hop in there. Yeah, I get mean, the fuck out of here. Really? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't expect it there. That's episode. like hip hop on Friends or some shit. Like, what the hell? It don't belong here. But that's Thank the thing. It belongs everywhere now, man. You you got dance moves in Fortnite that are all based on hip hop culture. You dab. You 
you know, do all types of crazy stuff. Um, and I can't they say they all are. Dance, they, they, yeah. yeah, they they some of them came from other spots, but I mean, when you think of dance and and style and 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 shit that's popping is black culture, man. So for me, as far as his influence, um, man, hip hop determines what's cool. It ain't cool till we do it. It is not cool mm. until we do it, man. The moment hip hop st- hip hop people start wearing fanny packs, which already happened with Tyler the Creator and dad hats and Hawaiian shirts, they made Hawaiian shirts, dad hats, and fanny packs cool. <laughs> Are you serious? You telling me hip hop ain't pop culture? You telling me hip hop don't have the strength that it does? It's true. Come on, man. It's very true. You gotta man. give it up, man. Hip hop is do they we doing our thing. For real, for real. So I just I, I just uh I just wanted to point that out, man. Um, yeah, man. Also, you know, you got people like Kanye saying like just a couple words and everybody just flips their shit about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And what other musicians and other genres just do that? Like, it, it don't happen that often. It happens. Not that often. Suppose. It happens. Not that often. It did happen often. Like, I remember if people were talking about it, like, mostly white folks, but like when the Dixie Chicks, like, in country music completely and utterly denounced George W. Bush, like, they lost all of their following. Yep. Like, Damn. because yeah. if you think about it, like most country listeners are white Republicans and motherfuckers love George Bush. So it was like, <laughs> that's, that was what it was. But yeah, that being said, man, you're right. Like, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like, uh, what, what did Paul Mooney say? I didn't at like, first when it, you first said it. Then you elaborated. Then I'm like, you, you making some valid ass points. <laughs> Paul Mooney said, everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. exactly what Paul Mooney said. He was like, the black man in America is the most imitated man on planet Earth. That's exactly what Paul Mooney said in an interview with Dave Chappelle when asked a black dude. Um, and I think that's uh, I think that's indicative to how important hip hop culture is to the planet. Like, you know, just you mm-hmm. go to Japan right now and you see some dude like, you know, sagging his pants and, you know, rocking that. <laughs> Rocking the hat sideways, which is something that went out of style for us a long time ago, but mm-hmm. you know they still think it's cool. Um, me and Garcia, we got hip to I think it was like two years ago, three years ago now. These Korean rappers, they dropped a super trap song that was uh-huh. like sounds straight like some shit. Walker would drop. It's called Itchy Ma. Itchy Ma. Itchy Ma. Squash it. Itchy Ma. Woo! On the water squat. Your dirty moment camera. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Oh, can ninjas go ramble, 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 ramble. Oh, yeah. What the oh, fuck yeah. was this name? Uh, I forgot yeah. what the fuck their name was. Uh, Me too. Ah, they called themselves the Underwater Squad. No, that shit was tight. Yeah. And they said <laughs> it in English. Tight. They, they said it in English. Underwater Squad. Oh, it was tight. <laughs> <laughs> it was tight. They even did a yeah. remix, and Waka was on the remix. Like, it was tight. Right. Um, I, I love that uh, people, you know, mix with our culture, and they do they When they do it right, and they do a fresh spin on it. And, they, and respectfully. Yeah. Yeah. And respectfully, too. That's important. You know, don't just be trying to... Cash in, culture man. Culture, gotta, you know what I'm saying? Got to heal, got to heal, got to heal, got to heal, got to heal. I know, yeah. <laughs> concentrate, concentrate. <laughs> we getting run over. Okay. Um, yeah, man. And and I can understand why someone might disagree hearing it at first. But, like, when you sit down and think about it, really, really think about where we, we, have, we have reached just based on our culture. Nigga, we everywhere. But we ain't never there. That's crazy to right. me. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. 
We everywhere, but bro. I also, I also think it bring, it brings to a larger point of the positive and effect, the positive and the negative effects of hip hop on society. Because I feel like also at the same mm-hmm. time that due to the fact that our culture is so uh, marginalized. Um, I'm sorry. Damn. My bad. Um, due to the fact that our culture is so marginalized, you know what I'm saying? I think we have to take more of the responsibility to uh, watch what we put out because a lot of times, sometimes what we put out of our culture, like sometimes people run with that shit. You know what I mean? Like and let it define our entire culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or 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 people misconstrue what's actually being said. Like trap music, right. people always try to sit and say that Jeezy and these people are glorifying selling drugs. Wrong. Hip hop at the end of the day, in the beginning, was a tool for us to vocalize what's going on in our in our community because we had no voice. Yeah. So trap music is basically just breaking down the environment. Okay, bro. Like it's kind of like Andre. 3000 was saying um you know like you can't judge somebody if you don't give them other uh outlets to win or succeed you know like our education in these areas is bad like we don't have jobs like we don't have the same resources people do in the suburbs so people are just going they're going to survive by any means they can so they trap and that's what trap music is about like you know what i mean like if, but people don't look let's look at it that way it's just like oh you're selling drugs and it's killing the community <laughs> you're a scum you're a piece of shit like you know what i mean like but that's not really the perspective of it so that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, sometimes I feel like with hip hop, we, we got to kind of be a little bit more, um, you know, just responsible with how we're communicating our culture. Because people already, some people already kind of stereotype us as it is. Yeah. So that's just kind of my opinion on it. And, that's, and I think, especially with this era of super just drug filled music, which we know a lot of these rappers are kind of like Kid Cudi's son, like a lot of them are depressed. So they're, um, you know, they're they're using drugs, but it's just like the way that you guys are rapping about it. It's not coming off as I'm self medicating. It's just coming off as like you're a, you're a junkie, like you a druggie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. it's just it's being misconstrued. But like you know, like um, was this uh, Exion or whatever? I think like Corey, you Triple were talking X, about him, and then uh, Kayla was talking about him. So I actually started listening to his music. I'm like, dang, this nigga really is depressed. And then he had the song, you know, he had the album about his uh, chick committing suicide. I'm like, dang, it's actually a deep project. But it's like on face value, when you first hear him, you don't hear that. Mm, you know what no, I mean? When I first yeah. heard him, I didn't hear that. And then Corey was like, nah, bro, check him out. And then Kayla, you know, oh, she was telling me this. Low, she was man. saying the same stuff you were saying, bro. She was like, nah, man, like he's really an artistic dude. Like, check him out. And then um, I think well, I heard yeah, Jay Cole he say something about him too. So I was like, man, let me check him out. And I'm like, dang, <laughs> the dude really is telling a story. But like I say, it's just due to how he's. Um, telling his story, it, it, you know, you can misconstrue the, you gonna, misconstrue the perspective. Definitely. I passed up on Triple uh, X Tentacion too when I first heard about him. Like, I don't want to listen to this motherfucker. But then you keep hearing about him from important people. Like you said, J. Cole mentioned him. Like, I didn't heard about him on like, you know, like, uh, I want to say like Rap Critic or something. Like, I don't know. I've been seeing his name pop up a lot. Like, he's a legit dude to watch out for. So, mm-hmm. like you said, I checked him out, man. Yeah, he just got an interesting style. Even when, like, you look at some of his videos, like that controversial one where he hung that white boy. Like, (laughs) it was the reason behind all that. It all made sense, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day. They show, like, a bunch of black people being hung in that video at the in the same video, and no one said shit about that. But as soon as he hung that little white boy, it was over. (laughs) Everybody lost their mind. 
And you know what that circles back to? Honestly, if you pay attention to like the world in general, uh, the Joker and um, Batman said the best, like every no one has a problem with shit as long as everything goes according to plan, no matter how horrific that plan is. Now, the example he used was, you know, like I could say tomorrow a, a plane full of soldiers are going to die in Iraq. No one bats an eye. If I say one little mayor is gonna die, well, everyone loses their minds. That's <laughs> one guy. Like, like and he made he was making perfect sense, and that's it. Like that's the same thing that Tatiana was trying to the point that Tatiana was trying to get get past because that's like, that's one of the few songs right. by him I actually listened to because you you campaigned on like yo check this out and I was like all right fine yeah. mm-hmm. normally I don't listen to this type of shit but like that shit was hot man it was <laughs> like damn man I, it got you thinking you know. <laughs> It, it definitely got you, got you thinking, man. Because at first you're like, "Oh, what the fuck is he doing?" And then you think, then you you really break it down. And you and then I read the comments, and that's when it clicked. What the fuck he was trying to get across, and right. and it, it made sense. It was deep, deep. <laughs> my thing about the way that he portrays it, because people, as you guys say, people don't always get it. If you don't get something, why are you listening to it and why are you critiquing it, right? Like, there's a lot right. of things that I don't get about mumble rap, so I don't normally say too much about mumble rap besides I don't like it. And since I don't like it and I don't understand it, my opinions and my thoughts become biased. So now you have, like, news media outlets and stuff being like, oh, well, Kendrick Lamar, like, he played that that sample in the beginning of his... uh. That new from that news uh report yeah. or whatever oh my God, when he dude. said that line mm-hmm. and the news reporters were like, Oh my god, awful line. Awful line. Awful line. Awful line. Awful views on police brutality with that line in the song, quote, and we hate the popo, wanna kill us in the street, faux show. Ah, please. Ugh. I don't like it. I got, I got, I got awful I got, line. I got, yeah, it's like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's he's talking about like you know what I'm saying, like us being killed by the police, and y'all hear popo and and kill us no more, and y'all's oh we don't understand it. We're just gonna make it about us. Oh no, that's terrible. Like, ah oh, man, like so if you don't understand something, don't listen to it. That's kind of like where I sit to play devil's advocate, Xavier. To your point, like, yes, I get that we should be better about articulating what it is we're trying to say, but to only to a certain degree, we can't get on tracks and, yo, this song is about Felicia. She died three weeks ago. We, Remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We can't. No. <laughs> we, we, for sure, we for sure can't muffle ourselves or mute ourselves, so that's not what I'm saying. Um, I know Corey's playing a those advocate, but whoever listens to this later, like that's not what I'm saying at all. I ain't ever saying to mute ourselves, especially due to what we do in this country. Fuck that shit. That's not what I'm saying. Fuck the popo. Um, Gonna kill them. I just think we just gotta be a little bit more tasteful (laughs) with sometimes how we how we craft stuff. But that also goes to a larger point of people, like you say, people who are misinformed and you don't have all the information trying to make comments or opinions, like just shut the fuck up because you look like a fool. Kind of like Kanye, Mm -hmm. you out here saying like, oh, Donald Trump and you don't know anything about this man's policies like it's just and that's that's just aside from hip-hop like I feel like we deal with that a lot in the world people always trying to give opinions and you don't have the full perspective or you don't have all variables you need to make the best educated opinion like you said like nigga just shut up because a lot of times like I say I don't understand our culture so since I don't understand our, our culture and y'all are already afraid of our culture or terrified of our culture like y'all make them type of stupid comments or right. it's race baiting. That's the new word. It's race baiting. That's the new term. You know what I mean? Like, oh, here they go again. Another what? rapper talking about 
race because we're not allowed to actual talk about issues race. Right. <laughs> that narrowed yeah. away yeah <laughs> ain't gonna say it like that though. Yeah. but that is how it is oh you guys want to talk about that again oh here they go talking about that again uh crazy like it's not a fucking real problem that's crazy to me please get my guns back please <gasps> got my gun back somebody got my other one what the fuck no you only dropped one i keep forgetting that you only oh. dropped the one you was holding that's fucking whack. It's kind of buns. Kind but, of no, butt. I, I was dual wielding it though. Hold on, that don't make no. no. Oh, maybe somebody <laughs> did pick that up. Might grab my shit, man. Speaking of not going nowhere, oh. nigga, like it was a, uh, it was a meme. Not meme, but it was an article that was written at some on some fuck website, and it says, uh, "You, hey, everybody, help me. Um, I was dating this girl, and." Uh, I needed a kidney transplant, and we were the same blood type, so she gave me a kidney. And it's been two years, and I don't want to be with her anymore. What do I do? I was like, nigga, give it back. That's a hard choice, though, my guy. <laughs> she pretty much gave up a chunk of her life Ooh. so you could live on. So you kind of owe her a piece of your life, I guess, but I wouldn't have took it. Given those circumstances, though, yeah. <laughs> just because of that reason, I'm like, nah, yeah, you, you gonna hold this over me? <laughs> I'm sure about it. Wow, yo. I'll just die. But at the same time, I don't know. Niggas want to live. I don't know. I break your heart, man. You had to break your heart because you only what? fucking yourself over by being with somebody you don't actually want to be with. Oh, right, oh, right, I, right. I know what y'all was talking about. I had zoned out a bit. Um, uh, no, he said he some dude got a kidney from a girl. <laughs> he was dating. <laughs> now he don't like her no more. That's yeah. That's that is a no go, my guy. You say kidney? Like a yes, kidney? a kidney. Like she I loved him. Niggas, your she gave up on your kidney when you married, nigga. Like I'm not giving yeah. kidney, bitch. What? She thought it was a forever thing. She gave, she she gave him. She gave him her kidney. And now he's saying he don't want to be with her no more. What do you do? I said, I said, nigga, give it back. <laughs> but then again, George Lopez did the same thing. Don't remember? He got his wife gave uh, him her kidney and they got a divorce. I think and he got called cheating. So I mean, hey, so I guess it don't matter. Oh, I mean, shit happened. That's, that's wild though. Like, yeah, I, wild. I mean, I would I'd walk out at this point, but niggas in love and shit, so I don't know. I give you my kidney, nigga. I'm like, I need that back, B. When you okay. me, I need that kidney back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you ain't getting this kidney back, bro. Tell me how I'm supposed to be with no air. That's wow. Grimes. <laughs> that is Grimes, nigga. <laughs> nigga, the alternative was death. So, you know, I'll be grimy. Fuck it. <laughs> At the end of the day. Well, we probably shouldn't <laughs> touch on this no more. As we probably <laughs> no. gonna do some followers. <laughs> no, don't throw this on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, man, Kanye, and like you said, he has gravitas to his voice, so he can't be saying dumb shit like that, man. And like, like slavery was a choice. It's not a choice, man. <laughs> it's, not, it's like the opposite of what slavery would be. That would just be a job, like you know, like you agreed to do. Slavery <laughs> was a choice. Like, oh, so it's a job now. <laughs> they, they have four hundred one k's and retirement plans and shit, huh? Right. Uh, no. Fuck out of here, not man. How it worked. They enslaved our minds as well. Like niggas was born into slavery and thought that's how it was supposed was to be. Normal. That's how it went for four hundred years. Like apparently, he just don't up, know how to man. talk. Charlemagne <laughs> claims that he just don't know how to articulate himself and that he said that wrong. I'm just, 
I, I, I don't oh, know if I believe bro. that. But, but yeah, don't. he is so much gravitas to his voice, and maybe not now because he even fucked it up. But you can't be just set spouting dumb shit when you 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 are <laughs> that type Amazing, of artist, man. and you got people looking out for you, right? And stuff like that. Crazy. I feel like more than anything, it's just like irresponsible. Like, <laughs> right? How could you be so eerie? Come <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> feel like Tyra Banks after I saw that. Show. I was rooting for you. We all were. <laughs> I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Let us down, oh, man. man. I, I broke it down hood. like this from a music standpoint. Uh, remember last night we were talking about this a little bit. Yeah, I said that in his life, like a lot of artists, I feel like a lot of artists need to find motivation. Um, and they just kind of, you know, they get different things to just create. They get different motivations. And I feel like in his life, women have been a pivotal part of that. Yeah, he's drawn inspiration from other things in life, of course. But I feel like for him, you listen to his albums. A lot of his inspirations have came from a lot of pivotal women in his life, whether it's been his wife, some of his exes. I feel like they've provided a oh certain God. substance and value to his life, which in turn we've seen in his music. Fuck. And I feel like when this nigga married Kim Kardashian, nigga, she ain't, she don't have no fucking value she's bringing to your life. So, like, artistically, I feel like this nigga is just uh. like, I feel like he's just done. Like, you know what I mean? He's at the point now where it's just like anything he drops, people are like, oh, it's a classic. It's a classic because he's Kanye. So it's like it feeds to your narcissism in a way. I just feel like at this point, it's like, where are you getting your inspiration from? Because now you're so detached from the culture of hip hop. You're so detached from it. You're in this world that's just like no one can relate to you. So and it's affected your music. Like, I don't care. Nobody said yes. Yeezus has birthed the the new Travis, you know, rock sound and some of these other sounds we're hearing. Yes, Yeezus did birth a little bit of that. But it's like just the music point of that and the life of pablo like that shit is ass when you compare it to the rest of his <laughs> albums like it is like it's yeah. my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and after that his music drops off the fucking cliff like it drops yeah like, and he's that good i'm not saying that the dog this man like his music was that good like late registration my beautiful dark twisted fantasy 808 heartbreaks like that music is good that good it's great graduation like, yeah, yeah, bro. Like that stuff is gonna go down to some most in, most in, influential like hip hop projects of all time. Like they all shaped it, the culture of hip hop itself. Like they were all that innovative. Like you know what I mean? Like we would have never got Drake without 808 and Heartbreak. Like we, which and if we would have never got Drake, we would have never got some of the weekend. Like that shit is a domino effect of his uh, of his effect on music. And it's just like, bro. Now it's just like, bro. Like Yeezus and that other shit is just like, bro. This nigga dead. Like, that's how I feel musically. I feel like that nigga's dead. That's just my opinion. Like, I've been stopped really checking for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True, he, true. He, he fucked up, man. He he really has gone down this weird path that I just, I can't be on board for. I just yeah. feel like I'm doing myself a disservice by remaining a fan of yours. Oh, not this guy. Oh, God, abomination. But, uh, for sure. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm just I, I'm doing a disservice to my blackness, to my to my community, to myself, to my own pride by still liking your music just because it it definitely uplifted me at one point. But people change. Man. And what's more, if you don't realize that you fucking up, I'm wasting my breath even telling you about it. Like I'm just let you. I'm just check out exactly. Like I ain't right. gonna not doing keep it. Waste my time about it. We're not going to keep doing this. So there's somebody who's not going to answer. <laughs> yep. I'm good. I'm good on it, man. I know 
He has done many a great things in his day, and I am so happy for the opportunity to have been a fan of him at one point in time. But I'm out of there, boy. I had to do the same thing to Wiz <laughs> at one point in time because Wiz was on some trash, and I was like, you know what, man? I can't be a fan of this dude no more. Now nah, he back on if this shit. If you an artist I like and you make some trash music, I will say it's trash, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll be upset about it, too. Cause I wouldn't, I want some good shit, but you know, sometimes it don't just don't hit, and he wasn't hitting for a while, man, which yeah. is sad. But I don't know, he seemed to be picking back up, man. I got a little hope for Wiz. <laughs> in his defense, I think his sound in the areas he was fitting in were just like evolving. Mm-hmm. Well, like you said, with that popness, a lot of a lot of pop culture was starting to form to fit his brand, and it was just like he was really the cool cat. So it's like. He fit so many different environments. So it was like, as a fan, I was like, okay, I understand. I'm not mad at you because his brand grew. You know what I mean? Especially after that Fast and the Furious song, that was a huge hit. Like his brand grew so much. And then it was like, I feel like once he got to a certain point, I think Wiz finally just like, okay, like I'm at the point now where like I can control my own machine. So I'm going to just make the music I want. Right. Yeah. I think that's where he at too right now. He, He got like his own weed business that's like fucking making the killing. He got a fucking. Web games that last project hard. Yeah, I still ain't checked it out. I need to do that though. Uh, something I do think we should talk about too when it comes to regards to hip hop culture and society, and I feel like it influence in pop culture is the culture appreciation and the culture, um, the culture vulturing. Like I feel like a lot of times, um, damn, we were just talking about him. Uh, the Bruno Mars of the world, they're like, oh, he's a culture vulture, where it's like, yeah, not really, like, he's a talented artist, and clearly he's inspired by so many different facets of hip-hop culture, um, and just black community in general that you see in his music, from Al Green, Help. Prince, to I, Earth, Wind, and Fire, you know what I mean, and then you got the Molly Cyruses of the world, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who it was like, yeah. it was a she phase, really just you know what I mean, it, it, yeah. you know what I mean, it was like, oh, like, I was just young and dumb, it's a phase, so it's like, oh, so you're just... Fuck you, you know, man. our culture is something that you just kind of use when you dip your toe you in when you want to feel wild. Yeah, Get the fuck out of here, man. You know what I mean? When you want to feel black. This is my life, man. It's like, oh, I don't, don't, don't want to deal with this no more. That's crazy, Which I think though. J. Cole was talking about. J. Cole was talking about that. Like, hey, some of you artists got to realize, like, hey, some of your fa- fans are people who don't really appreciate the culture, nor do they ever want to be a part of the culture. This is just a phase of their life. That's uh. crazy, though. That, that, how in the fuck can that apply to Kanye and when this nigga was like, this nigga was hip hop for a while. Like you couldn't, you couldn't have a hit without Kanye on it, man, or a hit album without Kanye on it. Now you telling me this nigga, like that's crazy. Now we put him in the culture vulture category. That's just nuts to me. This nigga is literally off his rocker. He need to start taking his medicine, for real, and, and get yeah, back all, on his shit. All eight of them or less, or less, or less of it, according to him. Yeah, I would never (laughs) call Kanye a culture vulture, though. But I know what you're saying, though, Corey. I have seen it on Twitter and stuff. Like, people really going hard on him. I'm like, he's not a culture vulture. He just need help. Because, I mean, he only started talking when his album started dropping. So, ain't ain't that kind of, you know, living off the fucking shit without really caring? Yeah, I hear it. In July, though. So, this is a little early to be be doing the bullshit but i get what you're saying he, he when it's time Unless for the he's music like a marketing genius and like he's doing this shit now to piss everybody off nah. and then he do something else 
that get everybody on his side right before the album drop. <laughs> <Or something. laughs> that would be crazy. I mean, like he saved a bunch of kids out of bus or something like right before his album about to drop. It's like, damn, Kanye's it's a hero. I'm about to buy this album. <laughs> but I'm just like, at this point, what are you going to make music about? Like, you're so detached from the culture. You're in a world that nobody is in. Like you're in that that fake Ooh, entertainment e world. Like I'm just I'm curious of just like I said, your music inspiration. Like what Got is him. it now? Nice. Like what is your music inspiration now? Like you're a fucking Kardashian, nigga. I had eight hit points. Mm. Tristan Thompson that, that, nigga, literally almost had a zero stat line before he broke up with her ass. Like y'all effect is real out here. Y'all niggas are Shang Song. I want your soul. <laughs> your soul is mine. Is 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 that's I I I I I like whoa let me stop stuttering what was that okay <laughs> I really like <laughs> what you were talking about though Corey about how you said you know hip hop is pop culture and because I, I was straight up about to say yo you kind of wildly with that be hold on how is but then you yeah it do change and you don't see in no other genre where they come up with like the the slang that's where slang come from us. Yeah, I ain't coming from white people. Nowhere well, else. Some, actually, no. There's some white slang. There is not a lot though. Not not as much as we come up with. We got new words like every day, man. Okay. Calling whole studies and all types of. Like, it's we come up with so new. much slang that we, as the culture, can't even keep up with our own we, culture. Exactly. You bump into a nigga saying some wild shit, and you be like, "Some new what shit." What the fuck's that mean? You know, I like slang, that. What is that? What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> Nigga, you have to be right, in a certain right. region yeah. to even know certain slang and just like, right. it's crazy, bro. If you think we not pop, pop culture, you got to really sit down and think because niggas in country is still wearing cowboy boots. Think about that. We started off <laughs> with Air Force Ones. Who's still wearing Air Force Ones? Um, My mama. <laughs> that's it. Ain't nobody wearing them no more. Mama. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like. Nigga, if we were still that, that's why other genres evolve so slowly. It takes us years, like like a couple years. It takes them 10, 20 to evolve. Nigga, still wearing plaid shirts, cowboy hats, and cowboy boots. Still, <laughs> still. That's to be crazy. fair though, that's like a that's like a lifestyle too though. You know what I'm saying? That's like a culture within itself. But well, that, well it didn't evolve into nothing else though, like you said though. True. That, true. Okay. I can explain that away with like you know. So is hip hop. Hip hop is something you live, not something yeah. you do. And it Rap evolved. is something you do, and it keeps evolving. It keeps growing. Hip hop itself is hip hop is evolution. That's what it is. You think cowboys can get a new get up? Evolution. Huh. About time. No, <laughs> they wear, they wear to stay wear that shit because it works. Like they, they, they're they're form over. I mean, they're function over form. That's why they wear that mm. shit. It works good for what they do. But like, you have no reason to be walking around fucking the mall in your cowboy boots. True. It, there, there's marble floors, homie. Like you're not walking through the muck and mud. <laughs> uh, why nigga was walking out my job and he had on like cowboy boots and he's. <laughs> And my boss is like, that nigga have on heels? <laughs> like, shut up. Uh, Stupid. It'd be funny if he had some spurs over here. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> what are you doing? That's crazy. You got on. <laughs> Damn. I know it makes me mad, man. Let me be sleepy and niggas get to asking me questions, man. Ooh, I oh, I got, man. I, I, my patience Garcia. be down and I just get angry, man. I don't know. <laughs> this nigga Garcia is ready to do fist fight.
over a question. Like, yes, like yo, it wasn't even that said, serious. Uh, ask me one more motherfucking what? question. He said, <laughs> this nigga said, why? why? He was like, that's <laughs> fucking question. Like, he was <laughs> I was so close to spazzing on this nigga, man. He lost all the bass in his voice. He was just screaming. It's another fucking question, nigga. Don't ask me shit. I, I had to remove dang. myself from the situation. <laughs> it was crazy, man. I was <laughs> and it was just like oh, it was weird, man. It was so weird. I, that nigga. Oh my god. I'm trying to spend time with my girl and shit. And this nigga fucking it all up, man. Following me like a puppy dog, talking about some bullshit. Oh, he he started making me mad after a while. Oh god, oh god. Ep- episode still running. Don't say no names. All right. Corey, this girl had no lips. Like it looked like God made her lips how the creators made Doug. You remember when Doug? They used to just draw the lines and like that was niggas' mouth. Like that was her yeah, Patty like, Mayonnaise's mouth. Bruh, straight Patty nice. Mayonnaise. Straight exactly. It was straight Patty Mayonnaise lips. Oh, to the T. You can't wow. go for like a Patty Mayonnaise because it's her skin complexion and shit. Like she was Patty Mayonnaise. Patty, Patty Mayonnaise. Hey, Patty was a black girl. This nigga Doug had jungle fever, man. That's what's up. That's cool. <laughs> that is what's up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How do we determine she was Skeeter. black? Wasn't Skeeter black too? Skeeter was black, he was green, green in color. He was like, he yeah, was green, green in color. His demeanor. He was a black dude. You knew he was, he was black. black nerd. You met his dad, Mister Dink. He was straight like an old black pops man. Old like, head. He's an old, old head. head. Yeah. <laughs> Not the cool ones though, like like a like a quirky corny one, like a square ass old head. Like. Yeah. <laughs> See you at the dash, dog. Like nigga, who, who the fuck talks like that? They didn't grow up in the hood at all. Oh no. <laughs> who got these niggas based off? You know the creator probably had that. Somebody in mind creating these characters. Like this nigga Skeeter, man. Oh, this nigga man. Skeeter's name, man. <laughs> like, yo. Nigga's name like, is Mosquito. <laughs> this nigga name is Mosquito. Yeah, yeah. By default, you knew he was black, though, because his name was Skeeter. Like, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. This He's nigga's tall. given name was Mosquito, though. Okay. Like, that's what's crazy to me. Athletic. Only we do that. Like, what's her name? Chicago Zanisha? What does it mean? It means strength and vanity. Like... <laughs> what name did you just fucking say (laughs) it means strength and vanity what you just made that shit up that's how it be though you're not gonna tell a nigga they lying like that's not what that name means how did you make that name how do you spell that and teachers be lost they'd be like uh Shana, um, who? Sharknado? Sharknado. Cartier, like, shit. They'd be like, hey, hey, Ron, hey.